Alright, so you're trying to graduate debt-free, but it's stressful when other people are going and doing stuff that costs money and you want to be a part of it. I mean, you can in some instances, but, you know, you also are kind of like stopping doing that all the time. How do you get from FOMO to JOMO, right? The fear of missing out to the joy of missing out. Here are three ways to love the debt-free college journey that you are in right now. Hey girl, welcome to Money and Mental Peace, a podcast for Christian college girls wanting to graduate debt-free. Do you procrastinate on homework while Googling easy scholarships and money for college because you're drowning in debt and student loans? Afraid you'll never have enough time and motivation to find ways to pay for college when you don't even have enough time to sleep or have a social life? I'm Kara. I too was a stressed college student and overachiever looking for money and mental peace. I wondered if there were other ways to pay for college, and I wished for a clear direction on how to do it. I wanted an easier way to fund college with less anxiety, but I kept telling myself I had no idea what to do, thought I wasn't finished in school fast enough, and thought I would never have enough money. Until some scholarships and rare school hacks got me through debt-free, and I can show you how to do this as well. In this podcast, you'll find mental peace, answers for your future, and enough money to kill it at college. So grab your cold brew and TI-89 and enroll in the most stress-free and debt-free class that you've ever attended. This is Money and Mental Peace. All right, so I remember this one time in college, honestly not one time, a lot of times, but I wanted to graduate debt-free, and so I didn't always want to pay to do a lot of stuff. I did want to go, like, usually if my friends, like, went and saw a movie, every once in a while we got food, like, there's some stuff I would go and pay for and do, and I had it budgeted for, but something like, it would be cool to, like, dye my hair, I don't know, or, like, then, like, balayage was, like, the thing. And that can cost a chunk, you know, you normally are never getting it less than $50 and it's upwards of a hundred or more. It depends on what it is. Like, you know how much gas money that would be for me? (laughs) So, well, not nowadays, gas money's getting pretty high, but I didn't want to do that. But it was hard because I felt like I was missing out on different things like that. Dave Ramsey uh, talks about this phrase. Live like no one else so that later you can live like no one else. You might need to write that down. Okay, let's just let's just say it again. Right now, live like no one else so that later you can live like no one else. So you're you're saving, you're being frugal with what you're doing for entertainment and just whatever, so that later you can be debt free. You could have a house paid for, you could save most all of the money that you make. You could go on some cool trips. Then you could, hey, get your hair done every week if you want, whatever. But how can you still enjoy what you're in and switch the mindset of like, oh, I'm not paying for something or doing this extra thing? I have joy in that. I have joy in missing out on that in this particular instance instead of FOMO, right? I also, okay, we're going to go into like three quick tips. This is going to be a fast one. To end up enjoying, to love the debt-free college journey that you're in. Okay, number one, make a list of things that people in your friend group, or, you know, if you have a couple groups or different friends, 
a list of things that they do anyways that doesn't cost money. Like you're hanging out and laughing and doing homework together, right, at the library. Or there might be, I don't know, like my university had a cool like fire pit and you could bring food around there. You could go out and play frisbee. Like what is stuff that's already they're possibly doing, maybe working out together or having Bible study or worship night, start planning and suggesting those things so that the stuff that is done together isn't some what somebody else plans that automatically costs money. You could take an initiative and plan some of these things for a picnic or something that's, that's cheaper. Like, can I just brag about the movie theater in my town? Because we have awesome, like, reclining leather heated seats and a matinee is five bucks. Yes, in that instance, I can spend five bucks and hang out with my friends. And hey, we can take a picnic lunch somewhere. Like, that works, right? But be the person that starts planning and suggesting things if you want to do more stuff with your friends that is does not cost that money. Second, you need to keep up this inspiration. You need to look at some other people who are doing these things and see how it's really worth not spending 40 bucks on, I don't know, whatever someone's going to do. And you might be like, 40 bucks, that's nothing, Kara. Hey, if you listen to this podcast, 40 bucks could get you a load of textbooks, like for different ways that I've suggested to people for getting really cheap or free textbooks, or even could pay for two study guides that you test out of classes. You know, um, go ahead and look back at episode two, how I tested out of classes for so cheap. Like I would get three to six credits for college, like a six credit college class for like a hundred bucks. And the study guides might've been 20 bucks that I used. So, Hey, 40 bucks doing something that could be two study guides that get you through six to 12 credits. Like that's a good chunk of money. So listen to inspiring people who have made it. Hey, here's a little ad. You already listened to my podcast. Maybe keep listening. You know, I'll tell you how I did it and then it really is possible that can influence you. But also go ahead on YouTube and go listen to um, financial independent stories, right? Millionaire stories. You might be like millionaire. That's not what I'm going for, which some of you might not be, but like secretly you do think it would be pretty awesome to be, to be a millionaire. It's not like a sin to be a millionaire, okay? <laughs> like it's how you use the money. Money is amoral. So yes, I'll admit it. I would love to work towards becoming a millionaire if I'm using the money well and stewarding God's kingdom with it and enjoying some of it along the way as well. So just go listen to some inspiring stories and like testimonials of how people with such financial independence or wealth, how they feel now and how it was so much worth it in the journey. Probably go and listen to some of those, maybe like the Millionaire Hour on Dave Ramsey podcast or or like on um, his YouTube channel. Those would be good. Or keep listen, listening to us. And then Maybe write it down in your journal or something so that you acknowledge this point. Like you remember, you can look back and be like, it was totally worth it. It might not make you feel better exactly in the moment, but realize that not spending money to go to like top golf every weekend or whatever you're doing, or that spring break trip that you would have had to go into debt for that really ended up being pointless, not doing that makes you one 
step closer to not spending that money. And think of this. Look down at your feet. Imagine the farthest place away on campus. I don't know how big your campus is, but it could be miles or whatever. If you took a baby step, event to one baby step, eventually you'd get there. It would take a long time, but eventually you would get there. And if you had to get there for a test, well, start now if the test is next Tuesday, right? But if you turned around and went in the other direction, would you ever get there? No. And again, I'm not saying don't spend money. I certainly budgeted money to do things I enjoyed because it left it let me still be lighthearted in life, but I certainly didn't do as much as other people. And so I really curbed a lot of it. So I still had some stuff I did, but not constantly. And so realizing saving that money more important for graduating debt-free kept me walking in baby steps toward that building, toward that test I needed to take to finally, I don't know, graduate or whatever. Like these are little steps, but they're getting you there. You know, bring a lunch instead of buying lunch. That can get you so much closer. You don't have to do it all the time, but start doing it more and it gets you closer to your dream faster. On into our Facebook group, the Christian College Girl Community, and I'd love for you to post um, what is one of these ways that you're going to employ to help you feel better about this debt-free journey. Uh, post that in for accountability and we'll stay connected. Thanks, guys. Bye. Hey, girl. Okay, so before you run off to calculus, if this podcast has brought you any encouragement, would you please write a review on iTunes or take a screenshot, post it in your Insta stories, and tag me. Let's tell the rest of our stressed sisters that more money and peace can be attained outside of the conventional way of doing college. See you next time. Love and prayers. Kara.